Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mike Elias, we heard from him earlier. We will hear a little bit more as the show rolls on, but he's with CBSSports.com. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Mike Axisa. Mike, what's happening? Good morning. Uh, not much. How are you doing? Doing all right. Appreciate your time. Now, Shohei Atani's not coming to Baltimore. I think we all know that. But give us a status report as we sit here at 1130-ish, Mike, on a Tuesday afternoon. Where's the most sought-after free agent in recent memory leaning towards right now? I don't think anyone really knows where he's leaning. You know, he did – signs kind of point to him meeting with the Blue Jays on Monday. Nobody knows for certain that's what happened. But, you know, all the Blue Jays people – uh, they weren't at the winter meetings. You know, they all met with reporters remotely. And the general manager, Ross Atkins, you know, every general manager meets the media at the winter meetings. He, he couldn't do it in person. He was on Zoom. And the speculation is that they were in Toronto or in um, Florida giving Otani basically just like a tour of their spring training complex. But he met with the Giants last week, supposedly. I would assume he's going to meet with the Dodgers at some point or the Cubs as well. You know, I, I've kind of assumed the Dodgers are going to be the front runner here because just because like they, they're seriously going to pursue him. They've kind of set up their payroll and their roster for like three years. They've been aligning things so that they can make this massive run at him. And it just seems to fit there. But I don't know the blue Jays. You could see how they could certainly use the left-handed bag. They're renovating their stadium. Rogers is like a $300 million facelift. So they're going to, they, they want to like showcase a star there. And I mean, the team is, you know, they they got to take a step forward here. You know, they, they're 0-6 in the postseason with Bichette and Vlad Jr. At some point, you kind of got to take a step forward and win, and Otani's kind of the perfect player for them. He's like the perfect player for this new facelift in the ballpark. I don't know. It makes sense that they would really kind of go all in on him. As far as where Otani's leaning, I, I really don't think anyone knows. Now, do we know what the financial, uh, uh, let's say, commitment will be to Otani? Has that kind yeah. of been figured out yet? It seems like it's going to be at least $500 million. And I think this is going to be an incredibly complex contract. I think there's going to be deferrals. I think there'll be an opt-out at some point because, you know, Otani's not going to pitch next year. He had his elbow surgery. I think there's going to be some kind of, I don't know if protection is the right word, but some kind of opt out there that allows him to come back in 2025. If he shows he's healthy as a pitcher, maybe he could go opt out, go back into free agency and say, look, I'm completely healthy. Now pay me again as a pitcher. And I don't know, but I think 500 million is kind of the floor here. And it, this is just not going to be like a straightforward, like, you know, 10 years, 500 million. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on here. 
Now, Mike, in regards to the other free agents that aren't Shohei Atane, and I know there's some players coming from abroad who are going to be sought after by a lot of major league teams. If we're ranking free agents outside of Shohei, who are the other three or four that we really need to keep an eye on here, at least yeah. in regards to the big uh, monumental contracts for sure? Yeah, it's Yoshinobu Yamamoto coming over from Japan. He's only 25. He's the best pitcher in the world who's not in MLB. You know, pitchers like this, they just don't come along very often, especially this young and when you can sign them for just money. You don't have to trade for them. You don't have to do all this other stuff. It's just a straight cash transaction. Every big market contender is after this guy. There are some teams that are in Otani as well, and they're not going to sign both. So it's like an either-or situation, like the Blue Jays. If the Blue Jays or the Dodgers, if they sign Otani, they're not going to sign Yamamoto too. But the Yankees are in, the Mets are in, the Giants are in, and he's the best free agent behind Otani this year. And I, I mean, it's, you look at how good and how young he is. He just won his third straight MVP, his third straight, you know, the saw young equivalent in Japan. So he's going to get 200 million easy. I think, you know, I saw earlier this year, people were speculating, maybe he'd get, you know, seven years and 150 million. I thought that was like nowhere close. I, I thought this guy was going to get 200 million from the start. And it looks like that's the case. And, you know, otherwise the market is not really, it's been very slow. I think a lot of teams are just waiting on Otani see what happens with him and also Juan Soto, you know, they're going to say, okay, does Soto get traded? Then what do we do if, you know, if we miss out on him, it's been really quiet around Blake's now, but the guy did just win the Cy Young. Eventually somebody's going to give him a bunch of money. And, you know, Cody Bellinger, it's been pretty quiet. And I feel like a a situation where, okay, where does Juan Soto go? And the teams that miss out on Soto will pivot to Bellinger. So everything's kind of quiet now. Everybody's kind of waiting on Otani, waiting on Soto, and to a lesser extent, waiting on Yamamoto too. Mike Exesa, CBSSports.com, joining us here. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney with you. Mike's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. All right, bring it to the Orioles here. And the Dylan Cease, uh, you know, talk is there. And I'm guessing Mike Elias would like to add a veteran to the rotation. Corbin Burns, Shane Bieber, Glasnow. I don't know if they're going to get a guy from the, within the division coming out of Tampa. But what are you hearing about the Orioles and their pursuit of a starting pitcher? Maybe not happening in Nashville, but happening before they get to Sarasota in mid-February. Yeah, Michael Elias said Monday that they want a starting pitcher. They would like a reliever who could pitch in the late innings and maybe close or at least kind of pitch in that eighth and ninth inning. And you mentioned Dylan Cease. I mean, that's like the perfect fit for the Orioles. You know, you get him for multiple years. It's not a rental like Shane Bieber or Tyler Glass now. And the Orioles, they have so many prospects. You've got to trade some of these guys. You just, they're not all going to work out. Most of them are infielders, and you only have four infield spots at a time, you know? So you've got to, you got to like, consolidate your talent here. And if you could trade Jordan Westberg and somebody else and turn them into Dylan Cease, that makes sense for me. I don't know why you wouldn't, why they wouldn't explore that. And that, and that isn't to say this is a simple, yes, we're going to do it. You know, they got to go out and win a bidding war. And you never really know how the other team views your players. That's kind of the X factor here. But, they clearly need a starting pitcher. You know, Kyle Bradish was great this year. Grayson Rodriguez was really good after coming back up from AAA. But you still got to you got to replace Kyle Gibson's innings at least. But there's a clear need here for somebody to be that like number one top of the rotation guy you could go out and start game one of a postseason series if you need him to do that. And you know, if they're not going to spend the money on on Yamamoto, who would be the clear target there. Or even if it's you know somebody like Eduardo Rodriguez would help them. If they're not going to spend that money, then you got to trade some of your prospects. And Cease just seems like the perfect candidate for me because you get him for multiple years. He's got that kind of ace stuff, and there's a lot of a lot of 
thought within the within the game that if you get Cease away from the White Sox and with a team that has a better handle on how to develop pitchers, which the Orioles have gotten better at in recent years, he could really take off. So uh, that's really the kind of guy I would look at for them. Now, in regards to the Birds, too, Mike, and you, they win 101 games. A lot of the core is young, controllable. Yeah, they got to start giving some arbitration money out yeah. to the Santanders and the Hazes of the world. They did lose Felix Batista as well, but you know, assuming Mike Elias does the prudent thing to replace, you know, him and, you know, as you said, maybe make a move on a cease. I mean, are the Orioles looking like a team that's got a nice two, three, maybe four-year window here in the AL East to to keep up with, if not fight off the Yankees and the Red Sox and Toronto, Tampa? I mean, yeah. it's a gauntlet for sure, man. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, the core they have is fantastic, especially on the position player side. And you got, you got Rutschman for four more years before free agency, whether they extend them you know, that remains to be seen, but you know, you got him for at least four more years. And Henderson just had a rookie seed, just one rookie of the year. Holiday's probably going to be up next year. So your, your window to win is like basically right now, you know, the Yankees are not what the Yankees were a few years ago. They're kind of on a down period. The Red Sox are certainly, I mean, they've been a last place team three of the last four years. So those two teams are not the kind of behemoths they're used to seeing them. The Blue Jays are good, but they're not, you know, we got, we got to see if they get Otani changes the calculation, but the Blue Jays are, they're less than the sum of the parts there. There's something holding them back. And, and then you got to beat out the Rays, which, you know, the Rays are really good, but the division is not as difficult as it was a year or two ago. So certainly the window is, and this is like, really, yeah, this is as wide open as it's going to get. And I don't know what the Blue Jays are going to do financially. I don't know how much ownership is really willing to push things there, but that this is the window right now. This is, this is the time to go all in, and they certainly have the talent to contend for at least another four years. I mean, Rutschman's kind of the guy for me. Once you get through his team control years, you got four more years, things kind of get a little questionable. Well, if you don't lock up Rutschman, then, then who are you going to lock up, and what happens after that? Mike Exesa, CBSSports.com. Last thing for you, Mike. Josh Hader, local kid out of uh, Millersville, right outside of Baltimore. Orioles actually drafted him way back yeah. when before they traded him to the Astros. What's the buzz on the all-star closer from the Padres here? Yeah, it sounds like he's going to, you know, I didn't really think this would be the case, but it sounds like he's going to break Edwin Diaz's contract record. Diaz got the largest contract for a lever ever last year. I think it was $102 million, $105 million, something like that. And, and boy, I don't know if I could see the Orioles spending $105 million on a reliever. I don't, I don't even know if that's the smartest thing to do either. I mean, obviously, Hayter's great, and you kind of get into the postseason, you know, as many good relievers as you can have, great. And that just doesn't really seem like the kind of thing Elias would do is spend that much. If you're going to spend that much money on a pitcher, go sign a starter, you know, not not a reliever. But Hayter's obviously really good, and, and he does have kind of the tie, the local ties there, drafted by the Orioles and everything. I don't know. I don't know. It's been really quiet around Hater, and I don't know what's kind of going on there. But eventually, he's going to get a lot of money, and I don't know. I'd be very surprised if it comes from Baltimore. Mike Exesa, CBSSports.com. Mike, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the rest of your week down in Nashville. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.